0: Okay, let's. Ooh, now we can get this started. Can, can you guys hear Jenna as
1: well? Say something, Jenna. Hey everybody. Good morning.
0: Can y'all hear Jenna? Say yes in the in the chat box. Okay.
1: Welcome. Girl,
0: welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank. I am so glad you jumped right in. I was like, oh my uh-huh. God. I, I am telling. What'd you say?
1: I said I am telling you. I saw Monday too, and I am. I mean, I am freaking.
0: Listen, I am so proud of Summer.
1: But Sally, you know, what did she think she was doing? I couldn't get over that. I thought, you know, just get up in her face. What did you want her to do?
0: Yeah, I mean, she actually, well, you know what? Okay, because I don't want to spoil that. That's Monday, but we ain't going to jump into that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know how we are.
0: I know. All right, let me do a formal, let me jump in and do a formal introduction and then we can go ahead and break this down. Welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap where Jenna and I will be doing a recap of both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of February 27th through March 3rd. And I got to say that whole thing with Deacon and Sheila oh. that's going to be hot.
1: Girl, and and then the thing that I thought was so interesting is there's Liam. You know, Bill is like in La La Land. It never occurred to him that maybe Sheila didn't really care about. It. I mean, where is his head? You know, I mean, it just it amazed me that all of a sudden he may have this revelation. Well, you know, maybe she isn't really interested in me. I thought to myself, ding dong, where have you been?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to Bold and the Beautiful, but yeah, we got to talk about a lot in The Young and the Restless for this past week, too. Oh, God, this whole, yeah, this whole thing with uh Devon and Lily and all of that, but let me do the summary and then we'll break each storyline down, okay?
1: Sounds good.
0: All right, so for The Young and the Restless for the week of February 27th through March 3rd, Ashley... Demanded that Tucker sell McC- <clears throat> McCall Unlimited to Devon. Nate was torn when Victoria ordered him to sabotage any chance of Devon buying McCall from Tucker. Jack suggested that he and Diane get married, and a drunken Phyllis spiraled out of control and later awakened to find Stark in her hotel room. <laughs> yeah okay so which one you want to break down first let's do the ashley i
1: going just say let's get to ashley that that's interesting
0: i honestly think that ashley is attracted to him and she really wants tucker to prove to her that he is truly into all of what he talked about if it's actually truly for her what do you think
1: Well, I'm thinking on the same lines you are, but I have to tell you, I've I've got this reservation where Ashley's concerned. You know, she is, you know how you have that that push pull between the heart and the head and you don't know which one to choose. Your Mm -hmm. head's telling you one thing, your heart's telling you another. She is really going through that big time and I do think maybe she wants him to try to prove himself to her but there's a part of her that truly believes he never will and you can see it that's why she's doing this divine thing with him and you know it's it's really it's a struggle for him you can see he is really this guy I'm, I, I'm not familiar with this actor that much but I like him and you can really see the struggle he is going through because he has to prove this and he really this never was his game plan
0: now do you actually think that tucker is giving her control or tucker is just playing the game that she doesn't really see
1: well i think he's i think he's i, I, I can't decide to tell you the truth i think he is playing a game i think he's trying to figure out her game
0: ah that's a good point This is honestly, Jenna. I like Tucker and Ashley together. I think they have a good on-screen chemistry. I think that if they can figure this out, they could be a pretty nice couple on
1: the the show. For me right now, they're the only couple going on this show that I'm interested in. They have a real, it's just the way that they are playing off of each other. I find fascinating because he is such a snake. <laughs> I mean, get, the guy is such a snake, but it's, you know, you I really think that when he came, because we don't really know what the heck he was doing on the show to begin with. But when he came, he had a game plan. That game plan didn't work. And, you know, he's been just kind of loitering around trying to figure out what to do next. She gives him an, a way out. She gives him a chance mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out, what the hell she's giving him a chance for. She knows he's low down. She knows what he's up to, but he cannot figure out what her angle really is. And then she threw the monkey wrench in when she just added Devon to the mix.
0: Yeah, I didn't know what they where they were going to go with that. I thought maybe yeah. she was going to purchase the debt and create a company of her own or something. Me too. She's like, Me no, too. you know what, go give it to your son.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And well, and I tell you, this is going to play into, and you know, I've been telling you about this for a while. Y'all all all laugh at me, but I just knew something was going to come up with Devon and this lawsuit he's doing. And she gives him the perfect out. If he loses that lawsuit, which I fully think he will, if he does, this gives him the perfect place to go. And then he's got Abby who is pushing him in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another interesting dynamic to me in a way because as boring as those two are together, she is, has a perspective that's coming through, but he's not getting it. You know, she's the one who told him that he broke his contract with her. Right, right. She's the one that made it clear to him first that he doesn't honor his contracts.
2: Mm-hmm, that's yeah. true
1: now she's the one that's coming in and she's saying because she knows if he doesn't win this where does he go from there and here well, is her holding out the golden hand saying come with me
0: yeah I'm liking the fact that um, I will say that it seems like Abby is trying to be the voice of reason when it comes to Devon I think
1: so, I I think so.
0: And you know what as much as I disagree with Lily. The thing is, at the end of the day, he still signed a contract.
1: Well, and, you know, that's the whole point of what Lily was trying to tell him. And I was, I'm going to tell you, I was stunned. When I saw Lily's performance with him in that restaurant, I swear I felt like I wrote the script. You know, this is what I have been saying to everybody since we started this stupid subject to begin with. But I felt what she told him was true. This is, you know, and and we see this same dynamic going with B&B all the time. There's a difference here between business and personal relationship. And, you know, Devon is trying. Devon has no tunnel vision. He All he sees is what he sees. He can't see to the left. He can't see to the right. All he sees is just the end of his nose. And she's trying to tell him, this is bigger than you and me. You know, this is a whole nother ball of wax here. You're not playing with the mom and pop organization down the street. We have thousands of employees involved. I mean, she, she's trying to give him perspective and he just won't move.
0: Well, so here's the interesting uh, thing about all of that, Jenna, is that I think Devon, before signing over the company or whatever,
3: uh-huh. he
0: should have probably vetted properly and say, hey, what are your plans? What is your five-year goals? And things like that before I exactly. merge. And, exactly. and they could have been, if they had have told him, Well, you know, we're looking to possibly somewhere in the next couple of years make, you know, have the company go public so we can pay this, you know, one, two or three then maybe he could have been like, well, that's not part of my vision. So I'm just going to stay out of that. But the conversation was only about families versus business.
1: And and that's where I think the writing mistake was made, too, because, you know, Jill, whenever I remember whenever uh, Lily approached Jill with the idea of merging the two companies, Jill was all for it. She thought it was a great idea. But there were no, I mean, the writers kind of left out a chapter there, you know, Again, we don't get the backstory, you know, right? Exactly, like we missed it, and you know, I think that's why a lot of the fans are siding with Devon, they're thinking of this as a family thing because the story didn't evolve, you know, or give us any idea of where they were planning to go with it. It just, you know, they kind of, like I said, they missed a chapter or two here,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly, and. Um, it's just so unfortunate because he might, he, 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 if he signed all the judge have to say is I'm sorry, I understand this is your dad's business, you created with him, but you signed it over
1: yeah, well, and that's the bottom line, you know, that's what I've said before of course, now this is soap opera we got writers here, so you know, I don't know it's hard to know what they'll do but bringing Amanda back I found really that was interesting
0: well, I, you know what, when I saw the spoilers last weekend where it says that Lily is going to play a dirty move, mm-hmm. I, didn't know, I knew Amanda was coming back, but I didn't know that that was the dirty move.
1: Well, and I mean, you know, I thought it, I mean, maybe dirty, but I thought it was a brilliant move to make. I mean, I mean, I
0: guess it's dirty in the aspect of you suing, she's using the same attorney that cheated on her. I mean, right. was cheated on yeah. against her brother.
1: Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you that came to my mind whenever this was all taking place. And I thought to myself, you know, when Devon found out that Elena and Nate had cheated on him, you know, he took Nate's career away from him. And he treated Elena like she was dirt under his feet. But when he turned around and did it it was like, oh, well, this is just another day. You know, he never paid price one for that. Abby's Mm -hmm. husband is gone. Uh, Amanda is gone. You know, so Uh what It he never paid any Piper for what he did. What he did was supposed to be above what they did. You know, I got to thinking about it and I thought, good move. No wonder she brings Amanda back. Why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's going to be interesting to see how this all play out because Honestly, I would if I was Devon. Somebody needs to sit him down and say, "Look, you're right." As I understand, you're gonna probably get buried in court.
1: Uh and Chris so, should the You and, write on the money.
0: Hold on one second, Jenna. And then the other thing is um, the fact that they should say, "Look, you got a ready-made company that's probably bigger." Mm-hmm. The Hamilton Winters that is given to you, it's your it's from your biological dad, and it's something that you can pass down to your
1: to your son eventually. That's exactly right. I, see, you know, I, I don't know well, why Christine okay, is even case. my question is about Christine too. See, there's another part of the chapter we left out here. You know, she Looked hesitant whenever he hired her to take the case, but we never saw her sit down with him like an attorney and say, Hey, are you sure you want to go down this road?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But look like Victoria is going to make that easy for Devon this coming week. So, <laughs>
1: I mean, what do you think she's up to?
0: Well, she's going to have the bright idea of trying to talk Devon out of his company, which is going to only make him more
1: intrigued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: I think she's, she's, uh, she's definitely going to sweeten the pot for him, I think, because that's going to make him think there's really something there they, they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on one
1: second. Okay, there you go. And you know um, how confident he is. That'd be, I mean, that's enough to wet his whistle in a hurry.
0: Yeah, and if I was him, I would be looking at, okay, I could lose chance. I could lose Hamilton winners,
1: but look
0: what I can gain. Uh-huh. And I can do whatever I want, you know. Now, the question is, where does that leave Tucker? Is he going to try to get back in with Devon, or maybe Devon is going to ice him out?
1: Oh, well, and that's the question that that's that's why I'm telling you, I think when I look at Tucker, all I see is Tucker trying to figure out what angle is being played here and how he can play it. I mean, I think he is Ashley just threw a monkey wrench and everything he had planned to do. And he he doesn't know how to take her and he doesn't know. Uh. He's he's really trying to figure out where he is on the chessboard because he really doesn't know. Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: And, and I mean, he's you look at I mean, you look at the at the people that are playing in this particular game. And while it's not come together yet, there's a lot of moving parts to this story. This particular story. This is the only story that's really interested me so far on this show because. There are so many moving parts to it. We don't know what part Audra's really playing. We see developing with with Victoria and Nate. And poor Nate, he's going to be between a rock and a hard place in this. But you don't know who is really going to come out on top.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, and you don't know how. And the thing is, Ashley is the one holding all the cards. She's the puppeteer.
0: Yes, she is. Yes, she is. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to materialize in the next week with this whole thing with uh, Tucker's company and where that leaves him. Because, I mean, why waste your time? you going to you got a company ready to be taken over by you.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and then you rather battle it out in court with your sister where you're probably going to lose. Now, the thing is, is that... Um, Jill is the one technically that holds the cards with Chancellor Winner because I mean as much as uh, Lily is a CEO she could be fired at any given moment so I don't know why she thinks that she's living comfortably over there because who's to say Jill get mad one day and Lily is out now she didn't broke up with her brother
1: and she's no longer
0: working at the company
1: I totally agree. However, there again, you know, what, where, where Jill is not on the show all the time. Mm -hmm. And we don't know if there's going to be another. That's why I'm telling you this. This story has a lot of moving parts to it. And we don't really know exactly who's on first. All you know at the moment is that Ashley holds the cards. Mm hmm. We and the, and this goes until we find out what happens with Devon. If Devon wins or loses, if he loses, then we go back to Jill and we have to find out where she's at. Right, that's true. That's true. So you know that's why I'm telling you. There's so many moving parts. This um this story has me fascinated, because the writers look like they're onto something really seriously fun here. You know I just hope they don't drop the ball. I mean we're still missing the parts, <laughs> but you know this is this is truly the best story they have going right now. It's really interesting to see how all of these people are going to play that. And then you got Victor and Adam in this ball.
0: Well, you know, and my question is where is Adam going to land?
1: Exactly. That's my
0: biggest concern because Victor's plan was to give Tucker's company to him yeah. to run it.
3: And, and he's now my heart.
0: and now and now that um, that might not be in the cards for them, <laughs> where what does that leave Adam? Is he just gonna back to floating around town again?
1: He's breaking my heart, I have to tell you yeah he's breaking my heart he is truly breaking my heart i never thought i would say that about adam but he is breaking my heart i i I think he has won me over and it took a long time for that to happen but he, he just he's just breaking my heart
0: well you know i mean i've always been an adam fan even when it was michael muni um, I don't know about the Justin Hartley. He just, I don't know. Michael Muni and Mark Grossman really encaptured the dark side of that mm-hmm. oh, yeah. woman. And so I've, I've always been a fan of Adam, you know. Now, because he was always the black sheep of the family trying to fit mm-hmm. in and then when they poked the bear he claps back ten times harder. So I always liked that. I wasn't a fan of Victor. And I think because Adam
3: was
2: always like, mm, "No, you're not just going to tell me what to do."
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
1: exactly. but I like this Adam. I like I like the way he confronts Victor. I like the way this Adam to me is much more mature. He's grown and he's kind of come full circle with his life. He knows who he is. He knows what he wants. He knows this crazy family game. He's you know, it's like I keep waiting for Adam to break out of all of this and just go do something else and say to hell with it all. You know,
0: that was the one thing that we would always talk about over the past several years on this podcast is the fact that we wanted Adam to create his own business. Yeah. That's what Abby did. Abby said, look, screw the Newman, screw Newman Enterprises. I'm going to open up a restaurant and do my own thing. That's what we wanted Adam to do. Adam, you are Harvard
1: business graduate. No kidding. That's what I keep saying. Where, you know, what is the deal now? Think of this. Suppose Jill would hire Adam.
0: I don't know if that would work.
1: Well, it would sure piss off Victor.
0: Oh well, yeah. You see how he how pissed off he was with Adam working over at Jabal.
1: Yeah.
0: And my thing is I fought the writers for that. That was something that they really could have really did with putting him as co-CEO. You know what I'm saying? But we never saw him at work. He was always at the bar. He was always Mm -hmm. worrying about what Sally and Nick was up to. And I'm like, come on.
1: Girl, we got to talk about Sally and Nick.
0: Okay, let's move into that. So I was so pissed off yesterday. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, hey, Dana. I... Yep. How it's are good. you? Hey, Nick. I'm
4: good. How y'all doing? We
0: good. Hey, we good. Girl. I can hardly hear you.
4: You what? Trying to get brief?
0: No, I said I can hardly hear you. Oh, let me see if I need to turn the volume. Maybe turn the volume up on your, okay. you. You want to okay. make so sure everybody hears what you had to say. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so Jenna and and Nana, we're about to talk about this Adam and Sally thing. I was so pissed off. Adam oh, should have an active role, and that's his child that he's that she's right. carrying. Why yeah. are you freezing this man
1: out? Exactly, exactly. I wanted to slap the man. I thought, who in the heck do you think you are, trying to convince Sally to freeze out Adam when he, like you know, okay, so he may be the father, but to heck with that. You know, I'm with you, and I'll handle it all. And I thought, excuse me. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. What do you think,
4: Nana? Absolutely wrong. I can't stand that, Darn Sally. I can't. Either, stand it. And, and that dog going, Nick. I'm beginning not to really like him. I don't care that you're sleeping with her. That doesn't matter. That's his child, and exactly. he wants to be involved, and he should be involved.
0: Yeah. When what got me is when Sally said, "You know, from I don't need in." Who is that? Is that Bree? Hey, yes.
2: It took me a second. Hi, right. it took me a second
0: okay. to get back. Okay, cool. We got the whole crew in this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. It's we'll, like we'll, stop we'll, a minute and say hey, everybody.
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> with the whole when Sally told Nick, I mean told Adam, I don't need anything from you at oh. all but after this baby is born, I'm like, are you serious? That man is gonna want to go to see the sonograms. He wants to see the ultrasounds. When she had that headache, why did you call Nick if you were worried about the baby? That's Adam's baby.
3: Yep. Okay,
0: yeah see, so that's about this? Okay, so one by one,
1: Jenna, what what's your thoughts on that? I just find all of this very convoluted. I mean, I don't know what the writers are doing here. You know, I haven't liked Nick since that scene he pulled with Phyllis in Tuscany. I mean, and you know, blaming Phyllis for all this stuff with Victor. You know, that none of that ever made sense to me and I thought the writers really did mess that up big time. But you know, he's been bumming around town here for what the last year and all of a sudden he ends up, you know, on the couch with Sally. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, what, what, what is Nick's role here? You know, she's young enough to be his daughter and he's over here freezing out his. Br- and when you see the scenes between he and Adam, like we saw yesterday, you really do get where Nick is coming from. And this has nothing to do with Sally. He don't love Sally. He is after his brother. He constantly has to keep Adam down because it's the only way he can feel like he's up. It's his ego. That's all this is about.
0: Okay, what you got, Nana? 97% score
3: Nana.
0: Okay, I'm China. Can you hear me? I can. Okay.
4: Yeah. I could barely hear y'all on y'all end, but oh. we're talking about Nick and Sally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick 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 is really—they talk about Adam being jealous of his siblings. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think that Nick is equally jealous of Adam. Now, I know Victoria can't stand him. That's because he's just as smart as she is, if not smarter. But Nick—he's—he's he's using. He's using this, just taking advantage of this situation too. And you know, Doug and Wall, if the, the shoes were reversed, you would want to be in Sally's life during this pregnancy. If she was with Adam, he would want the same thing. But, 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 believe me, Adam ain't gonna stand for much more. I don't know if you can go to court for something like this. But Nick, you're not gonna take over his child because Adam is not gonna allow that. He don't already warned you of that.
0: Exactly. What you got, Brie?
4: Sally feels
0: guilty.
2: That's what? really what it boils down to. She wishes it was Nick's baby. She feels bad that it's not, So she wants to try to put him in a father figure type of role, even though he hasn't really expressed how he feels towards her. I don't think he was expecting anything more to go on besides him hooking up and for nick at his age he, he'll land on his feet when it comes to another woman so if she decides she wants to co-parent with adam i don't think it really would affect him too much um because he knows that sharon's single phyllis is you know phyllis so if he wanted to go back to that he could um but I don't think it really bothers him either which way. I think Sally's trying to fix a square into something that, that, that doesn't fit. I, I I think this is mostly her guilt towards having Adam's baby and not Nick's baby. And I think she really wants to have a relationship with Nick. And I think she knows that this is going to you know, spread that relationship apart, ripped them both apart. But it's her own fault, though. No one told her to sleep with Adam.
0: Yeah, I know. And But my thing is, I guess, is that Nick should have stepped aside and let them figure this out. This uh, whole thing is a hot mess. mess. And, you know, and with the writers putting this where I'm going to be with Adam, I almost got back with Adam. Now I want Nick. I'm going to sleep with Nick but then i got to say goodbye to adam and then sleep with adam to say goodbye and then i'm mm. back with nick and then now i found out i'm pregnant but then who's who's the dad oh it's adam's baby and then nick is like okay well you're not going to be allowed anywhere near it i'm looking out for the well being of sally but adam is like well this is my kid i need to be there and i mean it's just a hot mess which is why On March 6th episode, Sally said exactly, I mean, not Sally, Summer.
3: Summer
0: Summer put the real, real into Uh Sally's Uh face.
3: Uh,
2: For those that
0: seem okay, without spoiling it in the comment section, if you know, if you watch Monday's episode and you know what I'm talking about, drop a one in the comment section because Summer. And Adam, because there was a separate conversation with Adam and Nick, Adam left Nick speechless, as he should have, mm. because none of this makes sense the way that Adam—I mean, the way that Nick and Sally is acting around this whole situation—and thank God, Summer and Al and uh, and Adam had to put these two on notice.
1: Come on! Well, yeah. no, I think oh, I um... can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, it's it's go- it's a doozy, but I will tell you, I I am to the point to where I think the only way to solve this whole mess is for her to either have a misdiagnosis or slip on a banana peel. It's gonna be one of the two. Mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just way too much for me. I mean, I'm I'm to the point to where, you know, there's this isn't even. I mean it's it's to the point to me where I feel like, you know, this is the 50th anniversary. We're doing a rerun only. It's not Sage. It's Sally. Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing where, you know, what are we going back to do this over again? So Adam can actually have his kid. I would rather her lose the baby and Adam go after Christian. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: the other thing. I mean, it's never been. <sighs> I mean, you got Connor over there. Thank God he got some form of re- a relationship. I think he still have custody. He just Connor stays over at at Chelsea's a lot.
3: Yeah, but
0: but with regards to Christian, we of course we haven't seen him in a couple of years. I would like say show um, They always talk about you know. him being. What you who who's saying who's talking?
1: It's who's me, Jen. Would you say? I said, for me, it's just a simple matter of if they're going to do this rerun. The thing that would would make this much more interesting than this three ring circus we have going on now is let's change let's change it around. Why don't if we're going to redo it, then let's redo it and give it a different. I mean, the meaning is Christian. Christian was the last story, mm-hmm. and we all remember what happened with poor Christian when you know when Sage died and did Sharon stole the baby and the whole nine yards I mean why if they're going to try to freeze him out of having his child to me the justice would be for her to lose her baby and let him decide he's not letting Nick take
0: uh oh we lost Jenna Jenna are you still there uh oh she got cut I don't know what happened
1: but um are you there Jenna yeah, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you now. You faded out.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I think I really think that that would be a better um, a better conclusion to this story because since it's a rerun and it obviously is, this is a 50th anniversary, and I think the writers thought they'd just do this story again. I really think it would be great if she would lose this baby, let Adam look at Nick and say, "Look, you know, after this situation, it's dawned on me. I I want my son." This is my yes. son. Yeah. And it's time I have my son.
0: What you got, Nana? I agree
4: with Jenna wholeheartedly. Give me back my child. You, yeah. wanna, act like a fool. you wanna act like a fool over this one? No, yeah. you can have Sally and whatever else go along with that baggage. But give me back my son. That's and right. Take his son.
0: Take his son. I'm sick of Nick. Okay. Yeah,
1: I Nick. I've had it with him completely.
0: Uh-oh, we lost Nana. What you got uh, Bree? <laughs> oh, she, she lost it for real. Okay. I
2: honestly... I can take, take Nick, take him or leave him, to be honest. I don't see why it has to be one or the other. Adam should have access to all of his kids. He has three kids. He should have access to Christian. Say we have access to Connor. And... I would actually like to see Sally actually have a baby.
1: I, oh, feel I wouldn't wish that on that anybody. I- <laughs> no,
2: but but it gives her another storyline. Otherwise, when she loses a baby, and then and then what did he do with her character? Nothing. That
1: works work for um, Jill and get him trouble.
2: But I feel I I would like to see Sally as a mom. I'm actually kind of curious to see what that's like, but I would prefer Adam to go after all of his kids because it was if she was on the other foot, Nick would go after all of his kids.
1: Yes, he would.
0: You know the crazy thing about all of that is that Nick act he just have a very short memory. I mean and I hate to keep going back to everything that adam has done but that dude is is actually here walking above six feet of earth because Mm -hmm. of the fact that he risked his freedom in that hurricane in kansas because he could have left him there to die
1: that's right
0: and then your daughter on the other hand she's also above six feet of ground okay and in college because part of uh Adam's DNA is inside of her through that kidney.
1: But but for Nick, none of that rings out. Yeah, none of that
0: rings matter. Nick, I mean, me
1: none of that matter. That.
0: And it just sucks. Because every time mm-hmm. I hear Nick, every time I hear Nick talk crazy to Adam, I'm like, dude, you could have kept I, I hate to say it, but you could have kept your kidney.
1: Well, and think about summer, okay? We ain't gonna talk about Monday, but let's just talk about this for a minute. You know, she she knows that Adam saved her life. Mm hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with with that little confrontation that happened Monday, you know, she I mean, there ain't no way she's going to let this pass. you can book that.
0: Well, according to the spoilers Mm -hmm. um, and somebody dropped it in the comment section, but I had also saw this as well, is that both Nikki and Uh uh Summer is going to try to keep uh, interfere with Nick and Sally's relationship.
1: I can't wait till you and I talk next week about Nikki and Summer because there's a whole lot of dynamic that's going to go on around that too, and it ain't going to just be Nick and Sally. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Interesting, are yeah, I mean, you back?
4: Yes. I don't what know happened? what
0: happened.
4: I don't know. Just faded out, and I couldn't <laughs> hear nothing <laughs> or nothing. So Can I didn't that. Come back it? in. Can you My hear phone? It? Can you hear us clearly
1: now, Nana? Yes. Nana, my phone did the same thing. It just kind of went out and then came back in again.
4: Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I know it's Wendy over here.
1: Could be a sad gotta
0: say, uh, uh, hold on one second, you guys. Okay, on the YouTube side in the comment section, how is the clarity and the quality of us coming through? Because like I told you guys at the beginning, I did change streaming services. Because we were having so many problems with audio, um, with the other service. So I want to know in the comments, what do you guys think? How's the clarity? Can you hear us good? Is there been any fade outs?
1: I think I can hear you perfectly because I can. And I've got, I'm on my phone, but I've got my desktop going and I hear you great.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, you're coming across real good, real clear.
0: And you know what? Hey, actually, I pay. I was paying for the other platform. This platform is free. No All I'm right. kidding.
1: All right. go
3: ahead, girl.
0: So listen, I'm gonna. That's why I said I'm gonna try this one out because so, I got a recommendation from another content creator, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, so I'm probably going to stop my subscription over there and cancel that one out so it'll save me some money because I can get mm-hmm. another service for free. That's good.
1: Yeah, this one's coming across real clear.
0: Okay, uh-huh. cool. I'm glad to hear it, glad to hear it. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about Nate and Victoria.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, we're going to start with Bree first. What do you think about Nate and Victoria this week?
2: I have never seen
0: in my life.
2: <laughs> I, oh
0: wait a minute, listen, Bree. Oh, I've seen some thirst, and that was with uh, Sheila and Deacon. But we we'll hard talk
2: hard about that later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait to get to that. Oh,
2: but Victoria <laughs> of oh, she 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 oh she irked my nerves, and the fact that she threw threw her weight around in the office, and she felt so calm and. Confidence, and Nate had to put the stock on it a little bit, even though he he could have he could have done more. But I've never seen such thirst in my life. But she never puts any of that moisture into her hair in any scene. Girl, you crazy! <laughs>
0: you crazy! <laughs> All right. Um Jenna, what
1: you got? I'm just thinking to myself, if Nate is smart, he's gonna back down, he's gonna be very careful and backpedal a lot. And if he's smart, he will get a sexual harassment lawsuit out of this. She's she isn't through yet. Mm. She yeah, through you
0: know yet. what? Honestly, that's what I was hearing a lot
1: about. Ooh, lot. Matter,
0: straight up S- uh, SH.
1: I mean, freaking believable. And Nate, you know, he's. I mean, Jenna. Yeah.
0: Remember, watch your words. (laughs) Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) He is. I mean, he is to me. He's playing this. I love the way the actor is playing Nate with this, Mm -hmm. though, because Nate. He doesn't know whether he's between a rock and a hard place here. This has hit him between the eyes, and he's just beginning to realize oh, wait a minute. She's interested in what I can do. She's interested in what I can do. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's interesting. What you got, um, Nana? I think it's your
4: turn. <laughs> Nate better be careful because Victoria can be very dangerous. Oh, she Ooh. showed that. And that and she that. showed and that. This yes, woman is different. different. Yeah, she, she, you know, yeah, he thinking, okay, she trying to come on to me. Victoria be don't flip that thing on him. We don't got yeah. him with the assault and his behind be out of a job and leaves in Elena. He, I think he just needs to find himself another job. He don't need to be trying to work with no Victoria. That is not well, a good he, idea. He's, he's a whole hmm? he's, he's a whole doctor.
2: He
0: he'll
2: land on his feet with another job. He he's yeah. good to go as far as that. Yeah, but because I'm trying to She can't. Ever, she can't, she think can't keep me. a
0: man. Okay, hold on, me. hold on, hold on one second, you guys. With the podcast, um, one at a time because it jumbles up. So yeah, yeah pause yeah. Or, or or in your statement was with, with saying I'll land the plane or I'm done speaking. Because therefore, if everybody talk over each other, it looks jumbled on recording. Okay. okay? So, yeah, go
3: ahead.
0: Who's go you
2: ahead, me? Brie. Oh, okay, my bad. She she, she can't keep a man, so she's going to bully a man. But I actually don't think it's going to lead to, like, in, an S8 suit. I actually don't think it's going to happen that way because she could easily – Victoria is a Newman at the end of the day. She can spin it around to where it turns right back on Nate. Her Mm. daddy is Victor Newman. It's not going to end well for this man. And this man has already risked losing his his medical license already once. (laughs) He has that to still fall back on. I I honestly don't. I feel that he's going to just keep playing. He's going to keep playing the game until it's game over for him. He likes the power. He likes the thrill of feeling like he's wanted and needed in business. He's getting something out of this that he's not getting from Elena. Same thing he wasn't getting anything out of being mostly winters. So he's going to feed his ego and ride this out. He has this powerful woman who wants him, who is thirsty as ever. She's parched, hydrated, help this woman. But you know, he's gonna enjoy this ride. I don't think it's gonna lead to an SH2.
0: And the plane is landing. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead, Jenna. You were trying to say
1: something a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's uh, going to enjoy this ride. I think, he's, um, I think he's just beginning to figure out what he's doing there. But the, but the thing y'all are missing is Audra. Oh. I mean, she is the player in this chess game that everybody is not talking about. But the truth is, she sat down with Elena and she enlightened her. Now, she did that for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I have a strange feeling that she is going to end up playing a huge part in all of this. And because she's she's the devil's advocate. She's she's she bounces back. I mean, she's she's like the go between between uh, Tucker and she's telling him everything. They're trading all kinds of information with each other. And, you know, Nate knows and he knows that he can't really trust Audra, but Audra is filling in Elena and she has no qualms about what she's telling him.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Now, as far as Nate is concerned, Nate is may and because he doesn't have a lot of experience in this and this is just my take on Nate Nate is just now beginning to see what Victoria wants with him like I said but she's going to go for the jugular and she's going to use him to go for the jugular for her Nate is not going to like that that's why I'm telling y'all Audra comes into play here so I'm not so sure how Nate is going to play this. He could. He's actually going to be in a position where he can mess all over Victoria if he wants to, because she's given him the power to do it. She just doesn't know it.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I, I totally agree with the fact with Audra, because she has some, some form to play in this, and oh, she's yeah. also looking out for our own best interests. I wouldn't be a bit surprised that one day she ended up throwing Nate under the bus for his job.
3: <laughs> it wouldn't
0: surprise me, and yeah. um, you know, it's just, it's interesting to watch this thing, but Yeah, she was throwing herself at Nate. I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was like, I I didn't like what, you know, as much as he said he's in love with Elena, he was talking about how beautiful Victoria is and how powerful Mm -hmm. she makes him feel and all that. And I'm like, do you love your girl? Which is why Victoria was like, well, maybe she's not giving you everything you need. And I'm like,
3: Mm. y'all need
0: to stay away from each other. Either you get together, break up with Elena, And move forward or Victoria and Nate has to establish some boundaries, but I don't see that happening because she's already, they've already kissed each other twice and Victoria made that perfectly clear that you kissed me twice. So she can easily use that as leverage at this point to throw something to break up that relationship if she wanted Uh to.
1: Well, Audra is is in there fighting to to either get Elena. She she's she's enlightening Elena for a reason.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What you got, um, Nana?
4: I, I'm I'm with her because I'm listening to Audra, and you got uh, uh, Elena sitting there looking all crazy and going into deep thought. I guess she said, "Oh my God, all she's gonna do is walk up on him at that office and catch him. Then it's gonna be all done because she coming." She's not, oh, yeah, sit you know she she not sitting back being nobody's fool. She right. coming.
0: She mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, that's going to be something interesting. And she got the nerve. It's just so much shenanigans going on. And I mean, even Audra told him that's what got the last, the last CEO fired because she was with a Newman, with that whole Sally and Nick thing. And now here that's you go right. with Victoria. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Different people. You know, and I, I, I could imagine Victor sitting back, looking like, "What the French toast is going on with my
1: kids?" <laughs> you got it. You got. You know, that was. I tell you, you just hit the nail on the head for me because I keep thinking at some point, Victor is going to have to wake up to the fact that that couch in Nate's office has been getting way too much business, and the truth is. <laughs> His kids are all up in there looking for romance and I don't think any of them are looking for, for business. I don't know what's going on. But Victor, who seems to be there, ain't really there. He needs to open his eyes.
0: Here's the other interesting thing is that Victoria might have would have spotted that whole deal over at McCall's with that company if she wasn't so busy trying to sniff around Nate that day. And well,
1: like, yeah. Well, yeah. and what about... When Victor finds out about Sally, that's going to open his eyes.
0: Wait, 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 wait. You know how Victor is very protective over his kids and grandchildren. Sally don't realize what she signed up for, whether it's Nick or Al. Mm-hmm. I, would
4: love mm-hmm.
0: I would be a bit surprised that you know, Victor tried, once that baby get here, Try to get Sally ousted.
3: <laughs>
4: if it gets,
3: here. if mm-hmm.
0: it gets here. Right, if it gets here.
4: I would love okay. to see Sally, I would love to see Victor move Victoria. This is the second time you messed up over a man. First yeah. it was your Ooh. husband. I well, got the whole damn company out there, and Victor had to spend all. Well, Adam worked the deal out, and Victor had to spend all that money because you're done behind husband that you don't <laughs> fell for that you didn't really know. Now here we go with another man that you don't hire it. against his against his better judgment. He didn't. He let it go. Victor need he might figure out that he need to move her behind, teach her a lesson, and give it to Adam.
0: I want you know what I want to see that has Adam actually got an opportunity to run the company? No.
4: no. Yes, he has. He have, really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. He but has. it was only for a short period of time. Yeah, it was a little
4: bit of time. Right?
0: Yeah, it was very short. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm like Victoria is making deals and collaborating with Victor. I want to mm-hmm. see that between him and Adam. And Adam.
3: If, yeah.
1: That would be interesting.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So, all right, let's talk about Jack and Diane. We now, have. To. I know you don't want to, but you got to. Hey, you got to be. You got to step in for Trish. You hate Diane as much as Trish do.
3: All
1: right, can't do it. What you say? I said I just can't do it. They pitiful.
0: I honestly like the chemistry between Jack and Diane. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can hate it. I don't care. <laughs> what do you think, um, Bree? What do you think about Jack and Diane?
2: I want to be happy for Jack. I really want to, because why her? Like it was nice to see him happy and giddy. He was in a whole real relationship, and it was nice to see. If I just if he put a paper bag over her head and not realize all the dealings that she's done in that town but you know that's who he chose um mm. I I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop when it comes to
0: Mm -hmm. Diane. I
2: I know. Well, you know what? That
0: listen, it's not going to be just the shoe. The whole shoe collection is about to drop next week.
1: (laughs) What? Okay. Let me let me just I will just say this. I think. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here.
0: I'm gonna hold you back, girl. Right. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I know you want to say something
1: crazy. I really don't. But i what I was thinking was that throughout this whole Diane Jack debacle, we have felt from day one that the shoe was going to drop, and it don't ever drop nowhere. So that's my problem with the story. I'm not seeing any payoff here.
0: Well, you, I don't you know do Jenna, you do realize the whole thing between Jeremy and Phyllis.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, you 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 think that's
0: going to fizzle?
1: Well, this story has been going on, y'all, for eight months, and Jeremy. I mean, I hate to point this out, but Jeremy has done nothing. If you look at the reality of the story, it's Jack and Diane that's doing all the mayhem. Jeremy's just standing there still. He has done nothing. Nothing. You know what? Okay, so the
0: guy that plays... I
1: mean, we're supposed to be scared of Jeremy, but Jeremy ain't made the first move.
0: But this is what I'm saying. So I think what happened, originally the guy was only going to be on for 19 episodes, which he did. They brought him back. Obviously, because it left a want, want type of storyline, which is what you're describing right now that he hasn't really been a threat, right?
1: Well, he hadn't done much of anything but just hang around. He's like Tucker. I mean, right. Everybody- hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. Hold on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as we've
0: seen, if you saw Monday's episode,
1: oh Lord,
0: um, you know, I honestly believe this is where they going to turn the curve because and i'm going to drop a spoiler alert yes she accepts jack proposal Mm-mm. which also coincides with phyllis choosing to sign up to work with jeremy so mm-hmm. obviously they're about to shift this storyline
1: well, let me tell you, I'm, the reason that, I, like I said, I have such a problem with this is because Jack and Diane were never a story. I don't know where the writers came up with this big love thing between them, because that was never happening between them, not even 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and you know, this whole thing with Jack, I mean... There's no romance between these two people. When you think back to that one scene where Phyllis was in her hotel room and Jack was in his airplane, it was Thanksgiving. He had her dinner sent up to her and they had Thanksgiving dinner together while he was on a plane. And she was there was more fire in that one scene than we have seen in seven months between these two cardboard figures here.
0: That was boring.
1: So you yeah. got
0: quiet after I said that.
1: <laughs> no, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind. You can, you know. But I'm looking at romance here. I'm looking at chemistry, at sparks flying, at what's really real here. And this just ain't it. I'm sorry. Now, Phil, oh, you
0: don't, you don't like the dynamic between Diane and Jack.
1: No, because I know it's not real. Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
0: What do you guys think? Uh, I think
1: the
4: same thing. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, oh, go ahead, oh, Nana.
4: You oh, go ahead, Nana. Okay, I think the same thing. She's not authentic. Diane mm-hmm. is using using Jack in a big way, and I'm so so. I feel so bad for Jack because he's so gullible. <laughs> Look at what's before your eyes. Some don't kept warning you, Kyle. You fall for it because oh, it's some mother you ain't seen in how many ever years. This woman is not real. She is just going along to get along with Jack. And I do not believe she really loves no Jack, but she loves the fact that she can marry him and she'll be a big part of the family and be a pain in everybody behind, especially Ashley and and Summer, you know, they can't stand her. And then Jack acting like the family home is all his home. You should have to have permission to have that help in there. That is not your house. That is not your house. What you
1: saying? I said he calls himself Mr. I am Jabot. I just want to throw up on the team. No,
4: you're not. No, you're not. I can't stand Diane. Mm -hmm. And my girl fellas got to come out on top no matter what.
1: I'm telling (laughs) you, and I'm waiting for the day, girl. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Oh yeah. my God! I'm on the opposite side of the fence. I, I'm, Phyllis gets on my nerves. I mean, she has been. I, I, I one thing. I, I first of all, I gotta say, uh, Michelle Stafford and her dresses are absolutely off the chain. Uh-huh. I mean, the girl got a body, yeah. at, and I think she's like fifty-five, fifty-six.
1: Yeah, she rocks it.
0: She, that uh-huh. girl rocks it. And uh-huh. that's the Phyllis that I wanted to see. She owned home whole own hotel at the beginning. She was running some things. This whole spiral that the Me writers too. have her going on and her kids are at odds. They can't uh-huh. stand her. And uh-huh. she's just so obsessed with Diane. Let Diane hang her own self. Let her shoot her own self in the foot. Then she'll come every time that Phyllis get involved with trying to undermine Diane, it blows up in her face.
1: Can I ask you a question?
0: Yo, go ahead.
1: I'm just very serious about this because this girl is she's doing to me what Adam's doing to me. I mean, she's she's breaking my heart. okay? And Phyllis is good at that. You know, this the, the actress herself can make you feel Phyllis. So, I mean, she just you just can feel her everything about her. But the thing that I have a question about is the writers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why
1: did they feel that they had to take Phyllis down this road just to put Jack and Diane together? That's exactly. the, of the exactly. question.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: I mean, because this ain't Phyllis. This is no. not the Phyllis we know. This is not the kind of Phyllis we, you know. Why did the writers actually feel that they had to do this to this strong character. They took everything from her. I mean, they had literally all but destroyed her. Just to manipulate the fans to like Jack and Diane, that ain't never going to happen.
0: Exactly. And the thing is, as much as I do, I, I'm, I'm like you say, Jenna, I like a good romance and whatever. And oh, yeah. I mean, the whole progression of that situation where... Uh, Phyllis and Jack were getting close. They kept yeah. each other. They kept putting each other in the friend zone, and yeah, and playing cat and mouse with each other. And then all of a sudden, because uh, she was still in the relationship with Nick, and yeah. when when yeah. Jack dropped that bombshell of "I still love you and I got feelings for you," then of course she went over there and closed the door with Nick to come after Jack. And then Jack was like, "Yeah, I changed my mind." Uh-huh. And then I don't like Diane and now I'm about to marry Diane. And I mean, they just really, I kind of yeah, but- wanted her, I kind of wanted Phyllis to stay and she sold her whole hotel just to go work at Didn't she get fired. Her kids can't stand her. I just don't like the way that they took her down that road. Me
1: either. Me either. And I want to say this, and I hope you'll give me the opportunity to for everybody that's listening, because this has been bothering me ever since this story started. And th- I think that's my problem with the story. I, You know, we followed the story. If y'all will just bear with me a minute. We followed this story from <clears throat> course, uncovering all the story about Sally and, and uh, Tara. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. She did the right thing. I don't care if people like Sally or what they thought of Sally. Phyllis was right. She did the right thing there.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: The way the story developed from there, she immediately is thrown into this, whatever, however the writers wrote this, about her and Nick. And she felt... With all the conflict going on with Nick, she was comfortable saying, "Okay, let's break up for whatever reason they did, because Jack told her what he told her. And he didn't just tell her he told Nick. Yeah, he was still in love with her. So she felt comfortable about making that decision. She probably wouldn't have broken up with Nick had Jack not declared himself to her the way he did. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then she goes into that wholeheartedly and they start off slow and they're friends and you can kind of see a little something building between them and they're having fun. And, you know, in walks Dracula's graveyard here, she comes. <laughs> the door. Uh-huh. And I mean, from there forward, the story has just gone downhill. But yeah. what got to me, what really got to me was I understood Phyllis's desperation when this woman showed up because Phyllis, you know, it's like anything else in life, y'all. Somebody does you wrong. They're out of your film. You know, you forget about them. They go, okay, fine. This woman shows back up and everything that Phyllis has been through falls right on her head right then and there. She is in shock. She's not just in disbelief. This woman is in shock. And she knows that everything that she gave up Nick for is now on the line because she knows this woman's coming after her. Yeah. And what can she do? What can she do? What position? Imagine being in that position. And, you know, for a woman like Phyllis, just walking away and going to cut it, but she has given up everything she had for Jack.
4: Everything. Hey, Jenna. And
1: Jack and Jack. So mm-hmm. well, she goes ahead, and of course, yeah, I agree. She probably shouldn't have made a fool of herself trying to let Diane know that this was her territory. However, way she did it, big, big deal. If Jack loved her the way he said he did, he would have made allowances for that and said, "Well, you know, Phyllis, you know, she, you know, I mean, oh no." Jack went after her like she was dirt under his feet. That day he tore into her was the last time. He- never going to get the opportunity to do that. That did it for me.
0: So Jenna, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Um, the fact that the writers made, because it's one thing if she was strategic about the whole thing of coming after Diane, they made her obsessive. You know what I'm saying? That she was screaming and lashing out. Even Amanda, when she were friends with her back last year, You know, Amanda was like, look, you need to talk to somebody because it was all consuming the way that the writers had. It's one thing if like, you know, with with the other characters, if they don't like somebody, they're strategically trying to work through some things to try to undermine. She was obsessive where she was lashing out in public and, you know, screaming and I don't understand why people don't understand me and things like that. And so it just did not. It wasn't a good look. You know what I mean? The look
1: look was not good to me. I mean, from the very start, where Jack could have easily smoothed over that situation and none of this spiraling out would have happened with her. You understand what I'm saying? She spiraled out because Jack he turned against her the way that he did. I mean, it it wasn't just a mild I mean, Jack went after her. I mean, if he would have had a backhand to her face, he couldn't have done any worse. I mean, this man was abusive. He went okay. after her. Yeah. And I the, th- um,
0: sir, watch the, uh, b- that word <laughs> YouTube and get me for
1: it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I would say he was vicious. I, I could say that. Yeah, I that think he, yeah. he was totally vicious in the way he went after her. And I'm telling you, from that moment, forward i knew that jack had feelings for diane and i knew where this story was going after that now as far as phyllis teaming up with ashley and Nikki, and i then that's when the that's when the whole thing went to pot but what i think is that i understand phyllis she's tearing my heart out here because she has tried to tell all of these people the one that got to me the worst though was summer Because Summer has lived to see that everything her mother told her was the truth and she cannot admit it to her mother. Sure, she can have feelings about her mother and what she's doing. But the truth is, her mother told her the truth and she has lived it. And she cannot be honest with her mother and tell her mother you were right. That's all that Phyllis needed to hear.
0: You know what, you know so what? the, thing, the is, thing is, uh-oh, uh-oh
1: it's, it's getting the echo, getting the echo on the Who's in the background? No, I don't have anything on Anybody?
0: Anybody? No. No? 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 Okay, I'm getting it. Ooh,
2: I'm getting it. Ooh, I'm getting it. There. Okay, hold okay,
0: on. Okay, hold on. Hello? Hello? Okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. Can, you hear, can that? you hear
1: that? Yeah, My, I can't hear an echo. Yeah, you hear the
0: echo. You hear the echo? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I hear.
2: It. I
1: hear it. Can you hear me? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Do you hear
1: Do I hear Do I have an echo? You don't.
0: Yeah, don't. But
5: yeah, the rest of us do.
1: do. Well, wow, that's weird. Because y'all don't have an echo with me either. It's real clear.
5: Hmm.
1: Huh. That's strange.
0: Say something. Well, say something I, think, Marie. I think, I think, I think, this was saying. We can't talk over, talk over, top, over top of one on
4: and, that, and that, that might be a cause of that. We have to. say, okay, okay. Just, okay. You know, okay, you know what? I'm okay. going. I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm going to I'm drop you guys, and then I'm going to send you a new link, and then bring and that then
0: bring you guys back up. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, there's Bree. Hey, Bree.
2: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Do you hear? I don't hear an echo now, so that's good. Hi. Okay. All right. Well, until everybody else come up, what do you think about that whole uh, Phyllis, Diane, and Jack thing?
2: I I feel bad to, for Phyllis and Jack to some extent. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, these are grown people. Mm-hmm. I Phyllis. I'll start with Phyllis. Okay. Everyone's told her to lay off of it, to leave it alone. Jack's gonna make his own choices. Let things ha- Let things pan out the way it should be, and she couldn't help herself. I feel this has always been Phyllis's character. I don't like how the writing has been going for her with this particular storyline, but Mm -hmm. this has been Phyllis's story since the character came upon the scene in the 90s, where -hmm. she is too involved and too invested and she wants to see everything through into into her favor. I think the writing is kind of, the way the storyline is coming, Coming to its head is Phyllis. You're too old for this. Mm-hmm. You're too involved for this. We just seen your your 13, 14 year old granddaughter at this point.
3: Oh yeah, you can
2: that's right. Nice. It's like you got to reinvest your time into something other than looking good in nice dresses and figure out why D- Diane and Jack, what D- Diane and Jack are doing. It's there's no point. Jack is go, still going to do what he wants to. And I. this is why I don't feel bad for Jack. Every Everybody has warned him. Ashley, Nikki, Phyllis, Victor has warned him about Diane. And it's to the point now where if he falls flat on his face, he only has himself to blame.
0: Absolutely. So
2: he He can be mad if he if, if at at the consequences of committing a whole crime for this woman he keeps defending I understand this is Kyle's son but perfectly fine why he wants to try to you know mend that relationship and and you know have a love romance on his own too I get that but why this particular woman i the, the out of all the women he could have picked, he was better off being by himself. It this has created a whole lot of chaos, a whole lot more issues, and it's not gonna go away because she's been Diana's been off of the, the scene for uh, well over a decade. And you don't know what she's gotten herself involved in. Jeremy Stark is just one of the people that she got herself involved in. You don't know who else she she could be mixed up with and what else is going to come to play. At least with Phyllis, you know what you're getting each and every time. Um, now, I, I understand what Jenna was saying as far as, like, the like the love story with Jack and Phyllis. They they've been kind of playing this yo-yo game for for years as it is. Um I always like Jack with Phyllis. Mm-hmm. This is a very long route to go about putting them back together if that's the case. Um but I think with this particular storyline and like with a lot of YNR storylines, they like for people to fall flat on their face. And then they have a really big triumph in the end. So I'm hoping that we're getting to the peak of this storyline to where Phyllis can look down at everybody and be like, I told you so, I told you so, I told you all. And I hope for that.
0: Right. What, what about you, Nana? Yeah. Phyllis got
4: to come out on top. And the thing about story, Phyllis's character that she's playing in the storyline is that's the way the writers are writing it. And we can't never forget that.
0: Mm-hmm. This is a
4: soap. So it's not so much Phyllis or, you know, just she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. Oh yeah, and, understandable. Right, and and we're having the reactions that we're supposed to be having, I guess. But I, I love Phyllis. And I love Phyllis with, and I love her with Jack. And I didn't really go for her with being with Nick. Because how she got Nick and took him from Sharon I wasn't feeling that one at all but <clears throat> she's always my character because she's a strong character she's not looking very strong now they have her looking like she's crazy like exactly going from pillar to post and that's not Phyllis Phyllis is eccentric but she's not crazy and I'm like okay okay Can't know. how are we going how are we going to wrap this up because Diane's sitting there pretending to be, she's, oh, Miss Nicey, Nicey with so much class. No, Diane, you's a heifer. And you need to be up out of here. I'm mm-hmm. sick of Diane. You needing that Jack, now I hope he don't get in no trouble and go down for this stuff because he just was being delusional, but I, I just don't want him. And then I just, it's just so terrible because everywhere the fellas turns. She's, you know, the door's being shut. She Mm -hmm. don't deserve that. She don't deserve that. Yes, she's done some things. Like you say, you know, she should have just let it go. But she didn't. But the way she's being treated, she don't deserve any of that. Now, I don't know. Now, I don't think Phyllis is crazy enough to let Stark take her down no path of destruction. She's -hmm. she's pretty smart girl, pretty smart woman. So I guess we just, I just got to hold on because... I be holding my heart, I don't mean no, Phyllis, please, mm-hmm. I do, I be holding, my heart. that's how much I love her, and I'm like, Phyllis, please, just like you be saying, let it go, but then I'm looking at Diane, and I be wanting to go through that screen, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'll let it go with that. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. you know what? The, somebody was asking in the chat, why is Daniel so pissed off with his mom? And it was because of the interference going flying out to Portugal uh, was one of the reasons. And he didn't tell her. He, she I mean, she, she didn't tell him. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. kept it a secret and snuck out there. And then only for um, Heather to come back to say, I got a new man. And we're mm. breaking up for good. And so of course, you know, she he's pissed off at that whole thing. So But yeah, but the Melanie, thing Melanie is right. She said Diane's world is about to crash down once more secrets come out.
4: But the good thing, Tish, is that Phyllis did go out there because he was left in limbo. His dumb behind ain't know what was going on. Phyllis did go out there and get her to come back and tell him that much.
1: Well, I don't think Phyllis did the wrong thing there. I, no, think, she I think Daniel has a terrible inferiority complex, and I think she made him feel inferior when she took over and just went, you know, and did that. The truth is, Daniel, we know nothing about. This is this is this is one story that they really didn't give us a backstory on, and Lucy made it even more elusive to us because we don't have a clue what Daniel has been up to to cause all this upheaval. And when Phyllis went, you know, and I guess that's my point about Phyllis here. Yeah, she should have, you know, backed off. Yeah, she should have done it. But that's not who Phyllis is. Phyllis could not get over the fact that all of these people know this woman like she knows her. And they just offered her comfort jack just took her in they everybody just rallied around diane like she was some saint when phyllis knew she wasn't but this is the bottom line with daniel where i'm concerned that's his mother and she may he he's he knows his mother if anybody knows phyllis it's daniel And he should have understood that her feelings for him, she could see him spiraling out. She could see what was wrong with him. She stepped in to help. The way they do her is they just tell her off. They don't do it with any compassion. They don't do it with any love. They actually don't care. These two kids of hers are totally into themselves and what they're doing. They could care less about Phyllis. And Phyllis is here spiraling out of control in front of their faces, and they're helping her down the rabbit hole. That's what uh, I'm here Well,
0: well I, uh, speaking of a per you know, I don't know anybody else's situation on the panel. I got a 22-year-old and a 25-year-old. And when I overstep, <laughs> which sometimes I do, they'll be like, Mom, <laughs> I got this. I'm grown. I understand you want to help, but you know, and I understand that mama bear mentality. But when you're talking about two grown adults, it can get kind of sticky.
1: <laughs> it can. It can. I agree with you there, too. It can. But I think that. You know, it's just uh, both of her kids are in crisis, and she sees it, and she sees what's going on. Like I told you before, Summer should have told her mother that she was right. She didn't have to treat her mother the way she has. You know, yeah. someone's I think- me, a lot of Nick lately with all her highfalutin self. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to be for her when it comes to Sally. But when it comes to her mother, she's playing Nick's role way too much for me to be comfortable with her. And I feel like she thinks she's better <laughs> than her mother. And I don't like that.
0: Right. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We have... Dang, we spent the an hour and a half on the Young and the Restless? Wow,
3: okay.
0: <laughs> it was a lot to unpack this week. Yeah! All right, I gotta... Let me just kind of do some housekeeping details for you guys in the comment section. We got a big group of you all. I see all the comments, the pink hearts, the emojis. Make sure you uh, hit that like button. It lets YouTube know. It lets YouTube know that... Um, you know the content is good, and get you know they'll recommend it on the recommended page. Also, too, um, if you haven't subscribed, because we do recaps over here, we do all kind of fun stuff, and we do these weekly um, lives. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button as well. Okay, so Duran, I look like you uh, jumped in. How
5: are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Tisha on teacher or teacher
0: That's fine. That's fine. Tisha's fine. How are you? Uh, we we haven't seen you I'm in doing... a
5: while. <laughs> I know. <I>, I... how oh. <laughs> I come in on your videos like all um, the so... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I come
5: in on like, your videos like all the time.
0: Now, now, are you outside? Because I hear a lot of background noise. Duran? Hello. Okay. Well, we'll keep moving. We got to go over to the bold and the beautiful. So let's go ahead and do that one, and then I'll read that, and we can uh, let's talk about that one. Okay. So for the bold and the beautiful, for the week of February. Okay. Duran. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I hear a lot of wind and background noise. My car, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, because, um, yeah, it's picking up on the on the actual recording. Okay, yes, ma'am, so, yes, ma'am. Okay, I step so, out of it. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, so for the bold and the beautiful for the week of February 27th through March 3rd, Sheila confessed her true feelings about Bill and made an irresistible request of Deacon. Steffi and Thomas made up. When the numbers for uh, Hope for the Future slumped, Steffi decided that Hope could end the line or rehire Thomas. Bill's family remained frustrated about his connection to Sheila. All right, where do we want to start, ladies?
4: Let's start with Bill's family.
0: Okay, go ahead. You You kick it off, Nana.
4: Um, why I mean, um, Liam, well, both of them kind of losing it, but Liam just can't get it. I mean, just like the rest of us, just can't get it. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, Bill is determined, he can see Bill's disposition, he don't care, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to deal with it. That's this attitude. So, I don't know what more that the sons can do, I just don't know what more they can do. So and and then I'm looking at um how can I forget her name Sheila you over there with Deacon the sons one of them sons got to catch him <laughs> one of them sons got to catch him or it got to be hope somebody's got to catch the two of them mm-hmm. maybe maybe Bill will believe it who knows because you know he's kind of delusional all right what you got Bree
0: I
2: to be honest this is the most this week kind of just showcased this is regular Bill. This is like normal Bill Spencer to me. Um, he, he stayed consistent with his son. Like, no, oh, this is the woman I want to be with. Even, like, I think uh, Wyatt had, like, a phone call, came in for business. He was like, no, you handled your business. He was still running his ship. He, he didn't look like a whole zombie, like he'd been for, like, the past month or so. Um So he was really sticking to his guns when it comes to Sheila. My only issue with Liam, does he work? What does he do? He has all this free time to go back and forth with the baby, go back and forth with the Forester, go back and forth to his dad's house, to have have a lunch meeting with Deacon. What does he do? What is his job? You got know, all this free time for what? Your daddy is grown. He's going to let these people fall as they may. And uh, at least Wyatt, you know he's out doing something. He's making an effort to, to earn his paycheck. But I, I feel like if, if Bill is not a dumb man, he knows the weight. This is carrying on his family. He knows the stress that is holding on Stephy and Finn and her family. But he's a man who always gets what he wants. He knows that if Sheila were to betray him, he's going to lock her up. But he kind of made that clear. I'm glad he made that clear. It's just yeah. a matter of Sheila's screwing up for herself, which I guess that won't be a matter of time when she does
0: that. Exactly. All
1: right, Jenna, what you got? Well, I'm just laughing because Liam is trying to tell his father that he can't trust Sheila. And Sheila in the split screen is over there with <laughs> about to jump his bones. And Liam is like, you know, this bell is going off in Bill's head like Boing, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I can't, you know, if you remember when Sheila was leaving in that scene Friday, he wanted to know where she was going. I mean, Sheila's been going out all kind of places, but she ain't going with Bill. And I find that very interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like it's just beginning, you know, the light bulb is coming on in Bill's head that maybe Sheila... You know, uh, ain't exactly up and up either. I mean, where is she going all the time? But be all that as it may, I am waiting to see because none of this story makes any sense to me. But I'm waiting to see uh, just you know how much more. I mean, what uh, <laughs> it just blows my mind that. Sheila comes out with this story about how Bill is driving her crazy. Mm -hmm. He wants Mm to talk all the time, and he wants to, you know. And Sheila's not into all of that. She ain't into Bill. She never was into Bill. So that's beginning to develop and come out. And it looks like they're using Wyatt to try to get the light bulb to go off in Bill's head, which is amazing to me because Bill usually is a whole lot more smart than this.
0: Well, I will say it's actually Liam is gonna want be the one to throw doubt this upcoming week. Mm-hmm.
1: Um he's on, the that, road huh? he's on the road to doing it.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing is what really got me was yes was it yesterday's episode when, <laughs> when when Sheila was like when I'm when I'm sleeping with Bill, I'm thinking of you and then while she was talking to him she looked down to realize that he got a rise out of that conversation if you know what I mean Uh -uh. and then she was like I need one thing from you and she ripped the buttons open on his shirt and threw him on that wall I'm like I haven't seen nothing on bold like this in a while (laughs) am I watching daytime TV or Cinemax Uh
1: -uh. (laughs) I mean, she looked it like was so in my pole, honey.
0: Girl, I, listen, she look, she's a psychopath in more ways than ones, I guess. So. It, don't
1: look like, it don't look like Bill is coming out of this looking like a stallion at all, does it?
2: No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. What you and it read? was so funny. It was so funny because she was having a whole conversation with Deacon. I'm going to paraphrase it, but she was like, this man is emotional. He wants to know how I'm feeling, Like I'm supposed to give a response each and every time I tell this man. I don't know what to do. I have to leave each and every time.
4: <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
2: uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I fell out. Like- I fell out because this is the most honest I've seen. She, like, I, it, it gave some clarity as to how she really feels for it, too. But she's like, I can't take being around this man. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, maybe he should be with Katie. I
3: see why now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that whole thing was crazy because it, it, it goes to speak on the fact that she obviously don't want a nice guy. I mean that guy and not saying that Bill is but just the fact that Sheila is like oh he want to know my feelings and he want to talk to me and I'm like okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. you don't want that
3: already
0: then Sheila listen listen, and I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible Sheila need her back blown out by,
3: by Deacon. Y'all are killing
4: <laughs> Gina is these days. I didn't
0: hear you. What did you say?
4: <laughs> said, Gina is having a fit over there.
0: Is that Gina <laughs> or is that Brie?
1: That's me. I'm hysterical. Y'all are killing me over here.
0: I'm serious. <laughs> the girls, listen. That girl, she she, she needs a, a, a hot night in the sack. And obviously, Bill ain't doing it for
1: her. Uh, y'all know what's making me laugh. I'm sorry, because I'm not sharing this with y'all. But it's in my head, and I can't help it. All I can do is see this picture of Bill in my mind, hoofing and making the horse sound in front of Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're so
0: crazy. <laughs> hey, Brie. What do you think? Do uh-huh. you
3: think that's what she wants?
2: <laughs> I don't know what Deacon has going on, but like I like I said last week, he's looking he's looking fresh. I, he got a whole new energy to him. He's very cool, calm, and collected. I, I can see why she would gravitate towards Deacon. I mean, he might have a few more tricks up his sleeve, and unfortunately, this billionaire can't afford to uh, appease. Little Miss Sheila and her nine toes.
1: Has it ever occurred to y'all that you know when you ain't right up in the head, you ain't right down in the other parts either? <laughs> Maybe that could be <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Nana, Nana, you yeah, okay yeah. over there? You kind of quiet,
0: girl. No,
4: you can't hear me. No. Oh my God, I'm up here laughing at Gina with her crazy sound. <laughs> and then Bree gonna talk about some nine toes, uh, <laughs> and I just sitting up here laughing at all of this. But but um uh, let me see what were we was talking about. We were talking about that crazy. So I that. don't know because she gonna end up. He gonna end, she gonna end up sleeping with a deacon. Oh yeah, that's going
0: down yeah. on Sunday.
4: Yeah, and and I don't know who's going to catch him. because it seems like nobody's ever around. Um, let me, let but me they ask to get this
0: let me ask you He might, he
4: might send detectives to follow her because you know Bill got that kind of money to follow <laughs> Sheila mm-hmm. oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> well let me ask you guys this because if just say if Liam decides to do some detective work on his own would that Mm-mm. be putting himself in a catch 22 that if he finds out that Sheila is actually sleeping with Deacon how would he have to break that news to Hope he ain't gonna have no problem with it. You don't think so? Nah, at all. At all. He's gonna run and tell her. He's gonna sure. run and tell
3: him. <laughs> yeah, he, he
2: has
0: no a no be-
4: problem. Uh oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who, who is that? Bree?
1: Oh, that's me. Y'all don't think oh, it's I was gonna
2: be. Agree- go oh I-, I was agreeing with Nana. I was oh. agreeing with Nana. He's not gonna have no problem taking that to, to hope because he's finicky when it comes to any sort of relationship. Uh, with Deacon. I mean, they had a nice conversation early this week, but that can easily change. Um, he, he, Liam is quick to tell a person that uh, I was right. I was right this whole time, this, this, and this. And plus a little detective work is probably the most work he's done on the show uh, mm-hmm. that didn't have to involve his relationships or Douglas. This mm-hmm. is the most work he probably will be able to do for for his daddy.
0: I think yeah, it's gonna,
1: well, no. you say
0: Jenna?
1: I think it's gonna be Steffi. you
0: think Steffi's gonna
1: figure it out? Uh-huh, I think Steffi's gonna walk in on him okay. and I have, I have a feeling it's gonna be at the opening. Oh wow mm. yeah yeah, that's kind of, and and I I don't know why, but you know, they keep showing Steffi and she keeps talking about how she's got to find a way to get mm-hmm. Sheila jail. And Steffi is the one we keep hearing from. She's the one who is determined to find out about Sheila. She's she's, you know, trying to figure out an angle to where she can get Sheila put back in jail. And that's why I kind of think it might be Steffi that's gonna walk up on him.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm curious to find out how and, she's going to get busted.
1: And then Liam is the one who brought it up to his dad. How could you do this to Steffi? You know the way you feel about Steffi, dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. i
4: her name around a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mm. so, I mean, actually, that story with, with uh, Steffi the whole conversation with his sons and all that tie into one storyline. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm wondering how this is all gonna implode. Who's gonna catch them? Because I mean, at this point, she's trapped. She's trapped in a relationship with, uh, cause her freedom is intact. If she screwed that up with Bill, she is going back to jail.
1: Well, she's definitely walking on the wild side. I don't guess she cares. Maybe a contract way, is running you know out what? soon.
0: Only way that she can get out of this is if she got some other leverage on Bill. Mm. But I don't know if that could be the case. Who was that? Was that Nana?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say?
4: What did I say? <laughs> I can't even remember what I said. I think. Oh in- Lord. Uh-uh, is, thinking, we don't really know who's going to be the. They pushing Steffi, yeah, but remember, it's a grand opening. Brooke'll be there. Taylor'll be there. Everybody that that knows him is going to be there. It's going to be real interesting to see how this play out. But I believe Liam is going to be the one to nail this. Nail nail her behind. That's his dad. She
1: wanting to go to the grand opening.
4: Oh, I know what I did.
1: She she ain't ready. Sheila don't want to go to the grand opening because she don't she don't want to give anything away. So she ain't gonna want to go, but she's gonna decide to go at the last minute. That's what I'm telling y'all. And this is this could end up being the last minute of her life.
0: Well, you know, the other thing is that even if she don't go
1: to the grand opening, she
0: probably hoping that it's over, sneak over to Deacons and somebody catch her.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna go. It's it's all gonna go around that grand opening. That's the only thing I can gather because I mean, you know, there's always some big event when something's gotta happen. And so it's right. gotta, gotta be the Do grand we know when her, I'm sorry. Go Do ahead, we know Jen.
4: when her contract is going to run out? Three she years. Almost, oh, she got three years. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't going That's no around. jail right now.
0: She ain't yeah. going no jail. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, Kimberly. and Grant, to break up something she signed, she signed that contract for three years back in December.
1: But that doesn't mean she'll be there for three years. It just means that they that she can be used for the by the network for three years. It doesn't really mean she'll be there for three years. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. mm. I just said that. It's not to be smart. I just. Read that. Oh so, my God, Nina. Mm, mm, mm. I, that's what I read at Soap Central that, you know, somebody had asked the question if she was going to be on the show for three years.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Um, Okay, so we also got to say congrats to who? Carter. He got 10 years this year.
1: Well, they didn't do much about that, did they?
0: No, they gave him 10 minutes. <laughs> did they give him that one? <laughs> Listen, all he oh. got was a card, a handshake, and a couple of things. That's it. Mm. <laughs> gave
1: him a hand engraved clock, didn't she
0: say that again?
1: I think Steffi gave him a hand engraved clock or something.
0: Yeah, they didn't give him the big spectacular, you know, one uh, a whole episode to himself. They just gave, like I said, I- they gave him about 10 minutes he deserve yeah, you
4: know, a whole episode to itself now he's not that major of a, of a character yeah I mean he's hardly
0: ever on he's hardly ever on and yeah so. yeah. he got what he deserved yeah gotcha but um yeah after that whole 10 minutes they rushed him out of the office and the rest was about Thomas and Hope
3: mm.
0: okay so let's move into that <laughs> To me, in my opinion, that whole Thomas begging hope, please, please. I'm like, dude, you got leverage. Amen. Because my thing is, she the one is about to go to the unemployment line because Mm -hmm. of the fact that it's either you choose me or you have nothing. And the thing is, because Steffi has forgiven him, even if she said, you know what, I'm gonna walk away. I don't want to work with you. He's still a forester working there, and he's still a designer. He could design something else for the company. You're the one that's out of luck, Hope. Make a decision. But all that, oh, please, Hope, let me come back. I promise. I'm like Thomas. You don't have to beg her. All right, who's next up? Um, Why you just- on that?
2: I, I didn't really see it as begging to me. It didn't seem like he was begging. I think he was really trying to just call the troops. I think he did a lot of begging uh, weeks before when he was really trying to get on, But now that he has Steffi on his side, almost every like things are turning around for him. He knows that he could either work on this line with, with her. He, I think he generally wants to help her. Or he can be able to do something new or work on couture with, with uh, his grandfather or Zende when he's not in the credits. But I I feel like he's just trying to break middle ground. I, I can see like in his head that maybe he wants to try to have a, a good relationship with Hope so they can ha- go back to the same co-parenting routine because he's seen the results of Douglas choosing Stephanie as a result of that. If he sees his parents working together in a business sense, they may work together um, in a family sense without having so I, I can see with him just trying to create, you know, a truce between him and um Hope. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm I'm h i am i am mean, what is Hope really gonna do? I don't know why she was pant like like, like standing around and like puffing and puffing, like, oh, really? I can't believe this. Like, you forgive Thomas? Like, what, girl, what are you going to do? Are you going to sketch on a pad? Is Liam going to sketch on a pad? Who's going to work for you? Uh, Zendy is in the credits, girl. Eric is, is pretty much near retire. What are you going to do? Rich is on a whole sabbatical and midlife crisis. What are you going to do? Just keep your line and just work with Thomas. That's just me though.
0: But you know what? let me let me address something that I thought that it was interesting that you say that when she was up in there whining and crying crying about the fact that Steffi forgave him. Hope was banking on the fact that uh, both Steffi and uh, Taylor was gonna stay mad at him longer. They weren't going to forgive him this easy. And Uh that whole situation also affects this whole custody thing because if they forgive him at work that means that, remember Hope told Steffi when she dropped off Douglas a week ago or so? You need to keep an eye on Thomas. You need to control that situation. And Steffi was like, I got you, I got you. Now, Hope has to realize that she doesn't have the leverage that she thought she had.
4: Because Steffi flipped the script.
0: Yes, she did. Uh Yes, she did. What you got, uh, Jenna?
1: Well, I'm sitting here listening to y'all. I agree with everything y'all are saying. I I frankly don't know where Hope really fits in any of this. I saw her sitting in on that board meeting and I was totally shocked over that. Hope is a deadhead, basically, (laughs) y'all.
4: No, you didn't say that. Well, (laughs) she runs Hope for the future, though. That's her baby. Well, but
1: really, I mean, she's a name. okay? she's a name on a brand. But I mean, she doesn't do any of the designs. She's supposed to be the inspiration for the for the line itself. But this is where I'm at on it. I'm tired of hearing Thomas begging all these people and I'm tired of hearing him apologize to all these people because I don't hear anybody else apologizing. And I never did hold him totally responsible for all of this at all, because I think everybody from Liam to Hope to Brooke herself played a big part in how all of this happened. And Ridge, who just happened to be gone now, he owes everybody in here an apology and ain't nobody talking to him. So I'm kind of fed up with this whole thing. I feel personally like Thomas should have his own line because Thomas is a star designer. This guy can work. I mean, he even had the next collection ready to go and they fired him. Who is stupid enough to do something like that? Exactly. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, Mess up but these people who these you know give Thomas the new generation of Forester and let him run with it because he is definitely talented. He don't need hope for the future. Hope for the future needs him. Yeah. <clears throat> And I'm tired of hearing about why don't they just hire another designer? You know how long it takes to do that? You have to hire another designer. He has to get a feel for what. By the time they put all this in production, they will have lost so much money. It wouldn't even be worth trying to recover it. Thomas had the line ready to go the next day. They didn't have to lose the money. And all those people from Brooke to Hope to all these idiots sat in that room and they fired him, not thinking for five minutes that they were going to lose millions of dollars if they did. I mean, this is the difference between personal and business. And now he's got to apologize to all these people. He's making the millions of dollars. Let me tell you where I come from. That's the bottom line in business. You don't fire the person that's making the money. You fire the person that's not. Hey,
0: Jenna. Hmm. Victoria wouldn't gave a rat's behind about none of this. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care about all
1: that. That's that's y'all stuff at home. That's all. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you, Eric is sitting up there so busy protecting Brooke against his own grandson. And I'm sitting here thinking the grandson is making you millions. Oh, man, you just lost your whole jewelry line, which Carter sat in a room and told you was going to lose you millions. Hope for the future was supposed to pick up that slack. And you just fired the person that's going to do it. Where's your head? Ooh-wee. Go ahead, Jenna. you passionate. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I've been in business too long, you know, I don't know. But I'm sitting here thinking these people are all cutting their nose off despite their face. And poor, you know, they said. I mean, there were all kinds of ways they could have punished the uh, Thomas if they wanted to. But not the bottom line of the company. That just didn't matter. On top of, of the old man going after Quinn, poor Quinn, she's gone. They have lost a fortune. Mm. according to what Carter said they had lost she was bringing in the most money in that company and they lost that yeah. so that the old man could have duma well he's got duma and they lost millions so here we are again who cares what hope thinks at this point I if I was Steffi this is where I give Steffi wrong she's the CEO she's supposed to make the decision the buck stops exactly. with her
0: exactly
1: exactly I would, I would say.
4: I would say the same way you took him out. Then you bring that boy back together, and you put him back. Don't just yes, leave it to nobody, Steffi.
1: And I wouldn't Steffy be worried. One little person.
4: You need Ridge. You need his grandfather. You need Steffi. You need Brooke. And you need whoever else was at that table. Not just no Steffi making no decisions.
3: Well, she don't know thing.
4: what Brooke and she don't know what Ridge and Brooke and 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 the grandfather going to be saying. Well, but the
0: thing is, is that she's the head of the company right now, and being that, being that, um, Ridge is out doing whatever for the last three months, has to make a decision. And even Carter said that Hope's line is bleeding money out of the company. I mean, Mm -hmm. and for Hope to actually say, "Well, we can just hang on for a little while and it'll it'll change," and I'm like, "Girl,
3: you actually want
0: her." You actually want the company to just carry your line just because? No, if it's not making money, it's gotta go. Or you need to That's make changes. Problem.
1: That's the problem, Letitia. You just hit on it. See, you understand this. Let me tell you. Nobody would be even considering hope at this point. Like I told y'all, hope is basically a deadhead in this. And the truth is she has this this it's past the time. For Steffi and all of them to sit down and I don't really care about Brooke and I don't care about Hope because they're not stockholders here. They don't really. This is not their company. But I am telling you, if it were me and I were sitting in that room, there would be no hope. Thomas would be given his own line and he would be working his he wouldn't have time to get in trouble. I'd have him working so hard. This guy is talented. You saw what the retailers thought of him. He made that line. I'd give him his own line. I'd call it the new generation of Forrester and I'd stick him out there and let him go for it. He wouldn't have time to get in no trouble.
0: What you got, Brie?
2: I agree with that. Now, my only thing is, I think, although Brooke really doesn't have a role, I think at this stage in the game, she has some sort of stakes in that company. Because she's has also made a lot of money for that company herself. Yeah, but that was so a long time ago. A long time ago, but it's still it's it's the backbone for that company, though. So they so they do lean on to what she what her say is. That's why she's part of that board meeting. But I, I agree the way the way the way that they fired him, that's the way they all should be bringing him back rich should be in that seat Steffi wasn't there for the last board meeting um but the fact that the the way they let him go they all should be begging for this man to come back otherwise thomas has a control to let that whole company crumble
3: But
2: but being that that's his family's company he's not gonna do that i think he's really i I understand, like some people in the comments are saying, like they don't feel like he's changed and like he's going to therapy. Unfortunately, the writers won't allow us to see that, but I'm just gonna take the, I'm just gonna just follow the story. If he is, this is a really good thing that he's just trying to make truce with everybody. He wants to try to make peace and is trying to show that he's able to make a living and try to do good for his son. Um, I, I I don't understand why hope is like trying to like dangle this bait as if she has any bait to, to dangle in front of him. Yeah. I honestly feel that she, she has no bait to dangle in front of him. Her, the company is bleeding. It's like the, She's draining money out of this company with her line. And they could easily just tell her no, but they're trying to give her an opportunity out of respect for her. And I think in the back of Hope's mind, the only thing she's thinking about is Liam. Liam is not going to be okay with this. Liam's going to hate this idea. Liam's mm-hmm. going to try to stop this. And I'm like, Liam doesn't work for you. And apparently he doesn't work for his daddy either. So yes. it, it, it's a matter of take control of this, this, this line if, you ha- if you're passionate about it. And you want it to do well. And you're concerned about the workers who work for your line. Just just like you said weeks ago, Hope, it's about business. Nothing else. and let it be that.
1: May I interject something here, please? Yeah, go ahead. Y'all are forgetting about Brooke. But Brooke is the core basis of what is wrong with Thomas. Now, Brooke is no longer married to Thomas's father. So that puts Brooke in a whole different position here. Okay. And the reason that she has been there is because she's had relationships and children with both men. But as far as her power in that company is concerned... The only power she has comes from Eric's own mouth. That's it. Okay. She really has no power other than that. Hope's whole position there is based on her mother's position between those two men. The bottom line is Thomas. If you remove Brooke from Thomas's fear and just let him roll on and do his thing, Thomas ain't going to be a problem. But If you continuously have her and Liam needling him, he will be. That's why I say give him his own line and keep him so busy he don't have time to worry about all them people. Either that or put him in his own company.
4: I have to take up for Brooke. I am a Brooke fan. I am not. Brooke got just as much right as to what goes on in foster creations as anyone else. I wouldn't be saying she ain't no stockholder because I can't quite remember, but I don't think she's out in the cold because Mm -mm. Eric would never allow it, and neither would Ridge. She She had to say. Yes, she's much older, a much older character now. But I remember Brooke Bedroom line. Brooke (laughs) was the the, Brooke, Brooke was the breadwinner for foster creations. So just because she's older now and she don't have as much. She don't go to the office well, she's always at the office but she don't have a whole lot to say i don't think what she says or what she does should just be kicked out the window she's, I can still the same woman. she's still the same woman that made that company fist over hand over fist and don't just just take and think you're going to dug her daughter the point was that when Steffi raised that issue in the office you blindsided Hope. I don't care what else happened. Well, you I just was talking to her, and y'all was on one accord.
0: Nana, let me. Now you this. come
4: in, and here come that darn Taylor, running her darn mouth, talking about. And then he's saying, "Well, she's begging him." You talking about begging? You better think about fear, because every time, and and I, and I don't hate Thomas, but every time Thomas is trusted, he ends up disappointing. And I mean, disappointing in a big way. And the main one he keeps using is his baby. He's not a great father. He's not a great individual. Yes, he is a great designer. Maybe the the the, 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 the thing could be is you work from home. And so I'm comfortable with working along with you. you but just, model to say, she don't, just to say she don't have no say, she's nothing. I don't agree with that. Okay, she's so- a deadhead.
0: Let me um let me interject in here. Um the thing is is that the writers have to actually they gotta change the trajectory of this because they've written Thomas into a corner. And Amen. So with him being ostracized from the family, being ostracized from work, what are you gonna do with the Thomas Forrester character? So either you leave him there in the corner or he just go off into the sunset. Or if you want the character to stick around, you gotta redeem him somehow. And mm. obviously the way that they decided to do this was to have Taylor and Steffi bring him back in because him just sitting in Paris's house or, or the house that they share apartment and fighting to try to see his son. Okay, that's a half of a storyline. But mm-hmm. if Mark, if Matt Atkinson is gonna really be able to get the meat of a storyline, they gotta write him out of that corner of being ostracized. And that's the thing I think they're trying to do. Now oh, the question oh, oh. is the question is, is is he gonna change? Like Lashanta Stack said in the comment section, Tom need to have a whole new love interest away from hope.
1: Well, oh, I totally agree.
0: And then at the other token is if he does not divine uh, design for uh, for hope, design for something else. Move him over to couture. Move him over to the uh, create a men's line or something to really give him a storyline and fix the relationship between him and his son. Let Sheila be the villain on the show instead of Thomas because she's definitely doing an excellent job at being the villain right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So in regards Keep to Brooke and that whole situation with, I honestly think that they're using her not being there as a way to create a new divide between Taylor and her, because they've been BFFs for a while. What's going <laughs> to happen when Brooke finds out that Thomas is back working with her daughter and it was Taylor's idea. So i to because I in order to keep in order to keep Ridge out of the picture of coming between these two women, this would be an excellent way to do that, to cause that divide to happen. How how dare you ask your son to come back to work with my daughter? That'd be a whole new story. So maybe that's why they're going that route by not having Brooke there. What do you guys
1: think? She's that supposed to Wait a minute. going to tell her. the only way she'll let him come back is if he apologizes to her mother again?
0: Mhm. All right. What do you think?
4: I could go for that. What she, just, Jenna, just said. Come back and apologize to Brooke again. Because I mean, they ain't no just sweeping what he's done under the rug.
0: And what about you Bree? Um I
2: don't I, to be honest I don't think that that hope is going to make that a requirement because once again she really don't have much of a choice to begin with. I would like to see Thomas do that on his own and apologize and if Brooks accepts it, she accepts it. If not, then she Once again, she doesn't she's not CEO of that company to say who works there and who doesn't. Sure. She can have a vote but she cannot say who works there and who does that. Um, and I think it was this was Steffi's idea I thought of him coming back to work for it because she called Taylor and Thomas because Taylor she made right. she forced uh, Thomas and Steffi to get along and work together on their brother sister relationship. This is Steffi, like, extending at all of Branson's saying like, you know what, I'm trusting you're doing the work, and you're you're trying to go along with the process of becoming a better man, a better father, a better brother, this, that, and the third, what he promised to her. Um, so I'm hoping that he does this on his own and reaches out to Brooke. Um, honestly, I feel with, with Brooke and Liam, they're going to, you know, like, talk talk Cope down to like even agreeing to this, but that's more so they're, they're not looking at the fact that this is Hope's line, this is Hope's identity, this is her brand, this is her baby. And they're really only giving her one option. And she can either kind of take it or leave it. So they either should be lifting her up to try to go ahead and you know what, let's let's mend fences and so let's try to work this out and and just work with Thomas but you know that's going to really I would like to see if this is going to mature Brooke especially since Brooke and Taylor have been feuding for over 30 years and they've put each other through the worst of the worst in comparison to this call that Thomas made uh, that to break up their marriage uh, to break up uh, Brooke and Rich's marriage. So Brooke has been through far Worser things and had Things you know blew up in her Face because of Taylor, Stephanie Whoever that she should be able to move past
0: this and you know, Encourage Hope and Thomas to work something Out Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha Yeah it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to Work out moving forward, what is she Going to decide, what is Brooke and Liam going to think about all of this uh, With Thomas if If Hope says yes You know, and um, you were right about that part, Brie. Yeah, so it was Steffi's decision to bring Thomas back. Taylor was the one to ask Steffi to forgive him, which, of course, led to her asking Thomas to come back to Forrester and that he's no, as she said it, he's no longer banished. So... Yeah, it's going to be interesting this coming week. Um, It's getting pretty good. I got to say, I'm liking the storyline between Deacon and Sheila. I'm curious <laughs> to see what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happened with what Hope is going to decide. And then, of course, Young and the Restless, it's so many things going on over there. I'm absolutely loving it because of the fact it was so boring and so slow most of the end of 2022. All right, you guys. So let's get to our final segment, which is our flip the script and who's taking a seat. And all right. So for those that are new here who haven't been to our podcast on the YouTube side, our flip the script segment is if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change. That's where we flip the script. And then who's taking a seat is people that just absolutely got on your nerves this week and they need to go sit down somewhere. (laughs) All right. So with our flip the script, um, I will, who wants to go first for Young and the Restless?
4: I will. Okay, Uh, go ahead. um, Taking a seat. Who got on my nerves?
0: We're doing the flip the script first.
4: Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um.
0: If you want us to come
1: back, we can... Yeah, come back,
0: come back. Okay, who else is ready? I'll take it. Go ahead, Jenna.
1: I would flip the script with Summer and her mother. I would have liked it when Phyllis did go to talk to her this last time. If Summer wouldn't have been so judgmental of her trying to tell her about all of her past sins, like who is Summer to do that? I would have preferred Summer to say to her mother that she sees what her mother tried to tell her and that she tried to understand you know she could have made her mother understand her position but that she did see what her mother has been trying to tell her that it has happened. I'd like to see Summer tell her mother that she was right about what she tried to warn her about. That would be the flip script for me.
0: Okay what you got Brie?
2: Um, it would actually be a innate Um, Nate, Victoria, and Devon. I feel that Nate should go to Devon and tell him Victoria's plan and convince him to buy Tucker's company and he uh, would leave uh, Newman uh, Media to go work with Devon and that's how he gains his trust back with Devon.
0: That's a real
3: good one. Really good. (laughs)
0: Say yeah, that again, yeah. so you want Nate to come back to work with
3: Devon?
2: Yeah. I I feel that he should tell Victoria's plan to Devon, because I feel that eventually he's going to get fed up with Victoria. Okay. Um, Elle, uh convinced Devon to buy Tucker's company, and in return, Devon wants to hire him as CEO or COO of the, uh, the company, and they Gain their trust back with each
0: other, especially since he's on the outs with Lily anyway. Okay, interesting. Cool. Cool. Are you ready, Nana?
4: Yeah, I would like to. um, To I know it's too late, but I wish Devon could have gotten his company back, and that Lily has supported him in getting his company back. But I just don't like the fighting that's going about to take place. And Christine is not going to lose. So that okay, would my, that would be my flip the script.
0: Okay, so my flip the script for the Young and the Restless is Adam, when he was in that room talking to Sally, and Sally had the nerve to tell him, I'm pretty much freezing you out. He should have been, and I will say, he should have been respectfully saying, you know, I understand that you got something going on, but that child that you're carrying belongs halfway to me. And you're not going to freeze me out of trying to look out for the best interest of our unborn child, our unborn child. We can work out something, but to tell me that you don't want me around or don't need anything. until after the kid is here, yeah, we're you got to come up with something else. But I did see Monday's episode. So I, I'll give that prize to summer. Um, and then what do you got for bold? Who wants to go first for the flip for bold?
5: Um,
2: go ahead, Brie. I'll, I'll, um, if I were to flip the script, when Thomas goes to Brooke for forgiveness, I actually feel that she would forgive him. And, um, well, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. I'm talking about from this past week. Because we don't know that's going to happen yet. Okay, for flip the script, I would.
2: I have to come back to me. If I had one. Okay, we'll come back to, come to you, girl. Me.
4: What you?
0: Who? Who? Who's yeah. ready for bold?
4: Flip the script on. Flip the script on. Bold. Pretty much like you already said. Uh, uh oh, bold. We talking about? I'm great. Talk about both Young and the On flip the script on bold and the beautiful. I would like. I would have liked for just for hope to be forgiven, but I did not like the fact that they ganged up on her and that's how I looked at it. Um you had Taylor and Steffi putting their minds together to help Thomas. No one did really to back hope. I did not I didn't and then you're gonna then you wanna come in and then you flip the script on her. Y'all all all in agreement or something that apparently you already had discussed, but that wasn't, I didn't think that was right. So I would have rather had, the script would have been flipped that not just Steffi and her mother deciding what should be Thomas's role after all of these people put him out the company and it wasn't just no Steffi, she wasn't even at the meeting. But I would rather that they had done it the way that it was taken from him in the beginning.
0: Okay. What about you, Jenna? What's your flip for both?
1: I think that um, if I were going to flip it, I would have included Eric in that meeting. And I would have included Carter. And if it would have been me and Steffi's position, just to flip this for a minute, I would have invited Hope into the meeting without Thomas and without Without uh, Taylor, I would have had her in the meeting with both Eric and Carter, and I would have had both of them explain to her the seriousness of the situation before I would have had Thomas come in. And I would have already had discussed that with Eric, and I would have had Eric, who is the elder of this situation, and Carter, who handles the books for this situation, make it clear to her going in the door before that's how I would have flipped that script.
0: Okay, gotcha. Bree, did you do yours? Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay, well, this is what I would feel for, to flip the script. Um, I think, and this is just like a, a, a fantasy that I've had. I feel like since we haven't seen Justin, I feel that that would be the person who could catch uh, Sheila and Deacon. And try to get back in good graces with Bill. Um and get back with that friendship again and bring that to the table.
0: Okay, gotcha. All right, my flip would have been um Deacon setting boundaries with Sheila and said, Look, if you want this to go down between us, you gotta go fix that with Bill because this could ruin a lot of people. Not only you going back to jail, but me and my relationship with Hope. So, I would have been like, you want this? Then you need to go and figure out your situation with Bill first. That would have been my flip. Alright, now who's taking seats? So, for the Young and the Restless, uh, Nana, who you want to take a seat this week?
4: Nick, Sally. Nick and um, Sally
0: Okay. Audra,
4: Audra and and
0: Nate Victoria oh my goodness you got a whole row <laughs> 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 well, what you got Brie
2: for the younger the restless I'm going to need Lily to take a seat I'm going to need her take a Greyhound seat cross country just to try to settle down a little <laughs> bit come to grips with some things and we'll blend her right back into Genoa City. Is she still on that mess? And we gonna take her another
0: Greyhound trip cross country till she get her act together.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
0: All right, what you got? Who's taking a seat, Jen, on the Young and the Restless?
1: Oh, Lord, it's going to be hard to say here. I think that um, Victoria should take a seat. And I think that... Um, If I, if, I had to really, if I had to say, I think uh, Audra should definitely take a seat. Audra and Victoria would be my two.
0: Okay. Mine is um, Sally. Even oh. if it's, if Sally needs to take a seat for what she tried to do with freezing out Adam. Nick needs to take a seat because he was trying to co-sign that, too. So both of them can go have a seat separately. Not together, separately.
5: Mm-hmm. Hello,
0: and then if I had to throw one other person in there, it would probably have been Victoria because girl, you look super thirsty when it comes to <laughs> Nate. If 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 Audra hadn't walked into that office, she was trying to get him out of his clothes in Vic, mm. in, in the CEO office. Mm. So all right, who's taking a seat for come bold? Up. Anybody? I'll go. Oh, go ahead. Uh, for me,
2: yeah, for me, Sheila needs to take a seat. She needs to sit in that jail cell for at least 24 hours and realize the type of freedom that she has with Bill. She has a whole billionaire, a mansion. She just came up out of years and years of being on the run from all of her foolishness. And she wants to throw it all away for Deacon. I understand Deacon is looking a little bit fine right now. I do understand that. But 24 hours in the jail cell just to take a quick seat so she can come to grips on her freedom that she has thanks to Bill. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Um, Who's next? Nana Jenna.
4: Hello. To take a seat. Remember.
0: Oh, for for I I was
4: seat. Oh. Oh, this for Oh, Okay. Oh my God. I don't know why you keep saying this, in my mind keep going back to Adam. I, I really feel bad for him, although I know that's why I'm Bo and the beautiful who needs to take a seat. I would sit that Steffi down. I would sit that Taylor down. Who else would I sit down? <laughs> I I think them too. I really think they done Hope dirty. And I did like the way, I think it was General Bree said, that should have been discussed but hope. Don't put her on the spot like that. I think that Steffi and her mom need to take a seat.
0: All right. Uh Bree or Jenna? Um I already went. Oh we went. Okay, Jenna, did you go for both for
5: both? hello? Hello? Oh
0: Duran, are you there?
5: Yes ma'am, yes ma'am, yes ma'am. I'm I'm finally back. Oh, you popped in. I was trying okay. to Yeah, I've been in for like the last seven minutes. But um I will it's it's fine. I'll uh do the bold uh take a seat. Um I really um think I really think that she I totally agree with what Bree is it Bree or uh Bree that says uh she needs to take a seat? I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I mean,
2: yeah, it's free.
5: Yeah. Okay, Brie. Yeah, yeah I, totally <laughs> I totally agree with what you said. Sheila does need to take a deep, and well, um, I guess Nana said, uh, um, I totally agree with Stephanie, uh, with Stephanie and Taylor because that and that was a that needed to be like you needed to have like. You know, you needed to, that was like a private thing, you know. And by the way, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to hire your brother back, you don't think you just, because you're the CEO, hope do not really have a say so. So I'm just saying, look, you know, when the boss says, hey, I'm hiring Thomas back to fix your line, you don't have no choice but to go along with it or take your butt to the you know, or take your butt to the unemployment line, you know? And, for, and I just didn't see the reason why Taylor needed to be there anyway. That wasn't, I mean, she doesn't work there. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, work there. That's
0: true. That's true. And that's true.
5: Can I do, can I do YNR and R, take a seat? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, My whole thing about Lion R. I have a huge problem with Josh Griffin. So uh, I want him to definitely take it. Since he the pilot, he already takes the seat. But let's get back to the characters. Lily definitely needs to take a seat because Lily done, Lily done push everybody away that Ashley, you know, Ashley gave, you know, Ashley love her. If she thinks that Jill loves her, uh, mind you, you're not the you're not the owner of Chancellor Jill. I mean, isn't Jill like the CEO or owner of Chancellor?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what we were saying earlier. Is that if Jill decides yeah. to fire her tomorrow, she'd be out of a job.
5: Correct. That's correct. And for you to be going after, and for you to hold your brother's company at hostage is dead wrong. Because that's your dad's company that he built with Devon, you know. And <laughs> Victoria, Victoria definitely she definitely had to take a she definitely had to take a seat for that. She was too, she was thirsty, not one. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and <laughs> Elena, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say this, but Elena, you, I mean Elena, definitely has to take a seat because Elena. Should definitely know. Should definitely know the signs of your man having an affair. <laughs> Is
3: that
5: gotcha. you know how she got mm-hmm. in the first place? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my opinion on things. So,
1: I mean, I totally
5: agree with with Audra, but I
1: don't. You know,
5: I don't really see Audra really taking the seat on this one. She just informing Elena you're being played for a fool. You know. Yeah. That Um, makes sense, you know.
0: That's called called girl code,
5: you know. Gotcha, um, you know. I understand.
0: Okay, now on bold because I have to do my bold take a seat. I gotta say, Hope, I'm sorry. I mean, the thing is, is that sometimes when you're not the boss and bosses and executives make decisions, you might not like it, but it is what it is. It has hey. I work at a company, there's a hierarchy and sometimes there's decisions made that we don't agree with, so um, I get it, you know, the whole thing, but yeah, I mean, I would say hope, and uh, on the other side, Sheila, come on now, Sheila is you look like, like Bree said, Bree said that, you know, you're living in that big old mansion with that billionaire uh, boyfriend of yours, he wants to know how you feel, how you're doing. He's taking care of you. He's keeping you out of prison for the rest of your life. And you got the nerve to talk trash to your sneaky link about what what your, your main guy is doing. I mean, and then turn around and about to sleep with him, too. You know, I mean, girl, you're putting your freedom on the line for a, a, a quickie or two.
2: And she could have lied. She could have made up some feelings. She could have said she was stressed out. She could have said she was tired. She could have said this man anything. That's all. He, he just wanted to express some sort of emotion. She could have said, like, I miss my ever toe. She could have said anything. But yeah. that's just not the type of man that she likes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She about to trade in uh, a good hot, good good sex a good this um i'm trying to pick the right word so i won't throw off the algorithm but she's looking for a good night in the sack you know over her freedom (laughs) you know but and see that's the thing you know Steffi and everybody else is trying to figure out how to get her out of town and back in jail she's going to end up doing it herself so All right, you guys, I enjoyed it. We didn't have any interruptions with the stream, which is great. Uh I know we had some hiccups on the podcast side, which we normally don't. I'm like, dang, can we just have a smooth broadcast? (laughs) I mean, seriously, but no, you know, we, we worked it out on the podcast side, but I'm glad that this new streaming service that I have Um, that was free by the way it's actually working really well we didn't have any lags we didn't have any sound going out like we've had in the past month or so so all right, you guys we're going to end it right here if you haven't subscribed please subscribe if you also want to follow us on Instagram I'm usually posting little uh, memes and different things over there in regards to some of the funny stuff I'm over on CBS Soap Dish Recap on Instagram is easy to find. Just tap, you know, just type it in, and then over here, daily recaps. I apologize for not doing one yesterday because I had a serious muscle twitch, crick, whatever you want to call it, in my neck and in the, my my upper back, and I was like, uh, I was trying to figure out something to do with it. So, yeah, it was a struggle yesterday. <laughs> it was a struggle yesterday. But I'm glad we were able to do the lives and everything, and I appreciate you guys. So until next week, stay tuned for the spoilers for the week of March 6th through March 10th. And Mm -hmm. until then, we will talk to you later. See you guys on the podcast side. Thanks, Bree. Thanks, Nana. And thanks, Jenna. And also, Duran. Thanks you guys so much for helping me out as we, um, you know, we missing Tr- uh, Trish and Keisha today. So, all right. Thank you. Bye-bye.
4: Everybody Thank have a great rest of your Saturday. Yeah. Bye-bye. Have a
0: great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS soap dish recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at the young and the restless bold and the beautiful long haul diehard fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.